guys, this is um, Jackie Cooper with Crypto Mom 2 Talk Show, and I want to welcome everyone to this episode. I have a guest on today who's all the way from Canada, and I'm really excited to always talk to friends who are um, around the globe, and also because it's a lot of fun to always travel up there to uh, explore, you know, the various cities and the, the location. So today, we have a really um, interesting topic, so definitely stay on all the way to the end so I can also give you some additional information that I want to share at the back side of our conversation. But for those that might not be familiar with Crypto Mom 2 Talk Show, I'm just going to share a little bit about myself before I pop over to Tom to have him explain a little bit about his company and what he's doing. Um, I started my cryptocurrency blockchain journey about two years ago now. The time seems to fly. And um, in exploring more about blockchain, I realized how creative um, the use of the technology is and the applications that can happen, not just in the monetary area of cryptocurrency, but also um, in the art area with NFTs, non-fungible tokens, as well as in so many other areas. And I've been um, journaling and sharing both my experiences, ups and downs. And my purpose of the show is both to inspire you to um, learn more about this, as well as to, um, you know, educate yourself, because again, there's always risks involved. And I just want to say the, the, the normal disclaimer, the show is not financial advice, you definitely have to do your own research. These are opinions. Um, and But the purpose is definitely to educate and inspire you to kind of um, reach out uh, beyond sometimes your comfort level just to learn something new. So today, um, one of the conversations that we're going to be having is the diverse applications that blockchain can be used for. And um, I've I've known that it there's real estate digital assets, but now, um, you know, what we're going to find out is how Tom and his company are using it actually in the real world life with real estate and buildings and construction. So with that, Tom, welcome. I'm really excited to have you on. How are you doing today? Great. Glad to be here. So why don't you go ahead and um, introduce yourself as well as a website or email that people can contact you with. And everyone who's listening, both on the uh, the video side as well as on the talk side, if you don't have paper and pen, don't worry. We're going to be mentioning this a few times and it will also be embedded within the block below. So you can always uh, come back to this episode and then reach out to Tom because he's definitely here to consult and support you. So Tom, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and the company and how people can reach out to you? So uh, I'm Tom Anderson and I'm with ACBM, which is the auto construction industry. Uh, it's, it's less of a company and more of a consortium of companies. So we have a lot of partners, uh, different companies from around the world. And what we're doing is we're, we're automating and tokenizing construction. So what we're expecting is uh, we're, we're going to bring all these different partners uh, together as we are actually, and they're working on all these different technologies to automate construction. And that, that website is autoconstruction.org. So you would, you would uh, find us there. And also we have another uh, a stack of websites listed on the, uh, the website there for the autoconstruction.org. 
So once you go on there, you'll start seeing partners and uh, there's tons of them. You can visit those websites too. So you used a word um, and a lot of times I will, um, you know, ask people to define things because just like when I first started uh, learning about cryptocurrency and blockchain, there's a lot of terminology and Uh. some people are familiar with it and some people aren't. And so um, what do you mean by tokenization? Um, help for those that might not know, can you kind of define it? Sure. So if, if we have uh, an object, uh, let's, let's call it uh, a block, which is one of our favorite objects because we're going to use those to build. Um, with the block, you would, you would have a digital representation. So you would have a coin or an NFT actually is what it is. It's an ERC 721 that is a non-fungible token. And the reason for that is because a block cannot be cut or shipped away at. It, it has to remain in one in one piece. So that would be non-fungible. And uh, back in the day, before anybody was really talking about non-fungible tokens, we just knew that the blocks had to be uh, ERC-721s. So that's in our white paper. Uh, you can see that in about five languages on the website. But uh, so tokenizing it is is the digital aspect of it. And then if you look at the memberships, uh, that would be the membership placeholder would be the token that is an ERC uh, ERC twenty. So that that token itself is is on the Ethereum blockchain, obviously, and that would be uh, a membership. So you're looking at a tokenized membership, which enables trade of NFTs on a block exchange. So that gives you an idea of the tokenization uh, aspect of it. So if you had a Bitcoin with a house on it, that might be kind of our end product. <laughs> you know? That would be the, uh, the auto construction and housing industry that, that we're, we're aiming to, uh, to, to build. And obviously the tokenization helps with a lot of different aspects uh, and we could go down that rabbit hole for quite a long time actually so i probably won't won't broach that just yet (laughs) that's okay so you've mentioned about tokenization you mentioned about non-fungible tokens and you talked about the digital i would love um to have you pull up the video because i love visuals and so um for everyone who's watching and for listening, um, there is a little bit of a lag time uh, that might happen. So just be patient with us. But um, Tom's pulling up um, a video that I think will give a really great sense of what they're involved with. So I'm going to let you describe the video as uh, you play it. And for those that are not on um, the video side, definitely hop over to my YouTube side. I'll include the link as well. So that way you can see this really fascinating video. Sure, Jackie. So what what we have here is uh ACROS, which is the underlying operating system for the auto construction industry. We have architecture, engineering, construction, and real estate operating system. So that's the uh, the title you're seeing there. What, what we have here is, I'll just go through it gradually. Uh, we have a just a, a representation of a standard block size cage, which would be a two by two foot by four foot cage. Uh, and that would be producing a factory similar to automotive manufacturing. We would have panels similar to the metal door panels, perhaps on your car. 
uh, and then we would go through on the inside, we will have conduits, uh, construction applications, uh, insulation, and all the different types of thing that you would want to see in modern construction to pass codes and all. This is the block that aligns with the blockchain. So if we were to have, say, a non-fungible token, that would represent this block. So that's why this is important, because this is your physical aspect, mass-produced mass block that aligns with the block that you will see on the uh, the block exchange or on the blockchain. <laughs> so this, this is the block supply chain you're looking at here, uh, which corresponds, of course, to the blockchain. So that's why this is important. And this is a, a modular building unit that will go throughout auto construction. It's like the, the ammunition, if you will, for the robotic crane, because they can't build in a normal fashion. They need their own system to be able to build uh, at a rapid pace and still maintain all of the, the features and functions you're going to see in this block here right now. So the, uh, the picture that you're showing, um, does someone end up purchasing a certain number of blocks or how does yeah. that, okay. So depending upon how large their house is, they are then yeah. purchasing a certain number of blocks or NFTs that would then construct their house. Now, exactly. how does, how does the, the representation go from this digital version to the actual application the physical application? How does that work? Well, what you'll have is you'll have a, an identifier for a given block uh, manufacturing number. So you would have serial numbers and essentially those will, will align with the digital supply. So you might have uh, 1 million blocks. And if you have 1 million blocks coming from the factory that are on board uh, trains and ships and trucks, then you would have 1 million blocks on the exchange. So now you will have a listed commodity, if you will, uh, on the exchange, which would be 1 million of these block NFTs. And that would build, let's just say roughly a thousand homes. So we have a thousand homes, which a thousand blocks each, which is a million blocks. We might have that thousand homes uh, bought and sold in a week or a month, uh, which will uh, enable a movement if will of the uh, the nfts so um are you using a certain platform um to um share out your nfts um are you using like polygon or have you not determined that yet how how are you kind of going to be um sharing this out so we we have a, an exchange uh, partner uh called nice platform and they're building out the blockchain trading platform uh, for the block exchange. So we, we could bring them on actually at some point. Um, we could talk to them too. But uh, for now, you know, they're the exchange builders. It's a blockchain based trading platform. Uh, the NFTs would be the modules or the modular blocks that you, you're seeing here. And that will be built out on, uh, on a blockchain platform. And we won't be uh, spreading the blocks all over the the uh the place uh because they have to be uh supplied by the factories that are going to be making them firstly and then they have to be consumed by the companies that are members of the industry so if if you have a member of the industry will have a robot uh they'll have a, a, a dirt you know a jurisdiction if you will a place where they're going to want to build 
pick a country, pick a city, and they're going to be consuming the blocks uh, on those projects. So that's kind of how the system will be working. It's it's something of a closed system when it comes to buying and selling the blocks. I, you know, owners can exchange them amongst each other, but we've got to be careful that the real blocks uh, are, are being manufactured to support the NFTs that you're actually going to see. We don't have the luxury of just making a, 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 a digital asset that, that has no correlation to physical reality. We also have to deal with the manufacturing and the physical reality as well. Yeah, I think that's a really important point. This is a very uh, utility-oriented NFT. It's not like <laughs> yeah. it's not like the art or our music site, even though those there is obviously use for that. But this actually has a commercial application, and um, and so that's why it's important. Do you want to continue on with the visuals? Yeah. Sure. So so in the uh, in the background, uh, we had many engineering. Uh, you know, groups and companies and people involved uh, engineering this. And, and what you're seeing here is a loose representation. Obviously, there's some trade uh, secrets that are not shown, and there's quite a lot of detail that's that's missing. But what you see here is something to, to showcase uh, functionality and, and just give a loose idea of what the engineering was and, and why it took uh, 10 years. But we had to incorporate all of the features and functions of, of top of the line modern construction and in even above the level of construction most people are used to seeing nowadays. So here we have the cage, the blocks, you can see the conduits, uh, we, we call those those orange things there uh, conduit grids and they're interactive, they, they connect with other conduits and other blocks so that you can pull services through, uh, through the system. And then I'll just hit play here. So now we've got under layers, uh, which you can see a cement cementitious board there uh, that's backed with some some wireframe and, and things that gives us a sort of a fireproof backer and uh, gives us a surface at which to bond uh, all kinds of different uh, features uh, finishes that we might have, and then you'll see the finishes going on here. So that would be something of a perhaps a, a marble or a granite or some sort of stone or it could be plaster the way that you normally see in a wall in your house uh, and you see the list on the left there uh, aluminum or or other metal uh, construction or even uh, composites and then you've got your conduits your lath adhesives drywall polished granite uh, that type of finished materials and, and they are optional we, we, we can manufacture those uh, to specification and then you see the insulative layer just went in there. So we would have a sort of a foam block on the inside of the wall there. Um, and that would be just inside the outer surface of the wall so that we can insulate the entire cavity. Uh, and then the center you'll notice is hollow. And here's a, here's a lot of different, uh, different blocks. <laughs> you could see doors, windows, roofing, flooring, uh, and ceilings. And here's an example uh, of, of a, a block building going together. You see the kit show up on site there. Hopefully in real life, they don't drop it on the dirt like that. But uh, <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just, just for the, vi the, the video side. But Somebody just got fired right yeah. there. <laughs> but it's just amazing how seamless it is in terms of how everything just fits together, like you said. 
Um, for those that are not on the video, um, you know, definitely pop over to the YouTube side because of the fact that you can see how um, uh, these pieces are, um, there's a lot of automation. Like yeah, it is like Legos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it ends up being someone's home. Yeah, that's the good part. So, so that's the arm there. You can see moving over some, some blocks that are together. Yeah, there's five in a row there. Uh, we call that a lift. So that would have uh, five blocks would be 20 feet long. And now you can see the sub or what we call below grade blocks <clears throat> ending and terminating in the uh, foundation level blocks there and getting some concrete poured inside. Then you got your support beams and then you got your flooring systems and then you got your next uh, story of, of wall going up there. Yeah. And you can see the, the doors and windows dropping in. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely is fascinating because it's just like you said, it's like Lego houses, but it's for um, adults, not just for kids. So, um, <laughs> and and the beauty of this is that um, it can happen anywhere. Um, yeah, it, it absolutely can, can be built anywhere. And we have, uh, on the engineering side, we've been working through systems for reusable structures for the oil and gas and energy industry so they could stop uh, wasting money on uh, destroying buildings and tearing them down. But at the same time, there are, you know, say the movie industry would not be constrained to using a single design. They could reuse the blocks in, in, in all kinds of different ways and build, you know, towns and villages and things and, and tear them apart and, and go put them up somewhere else. So we, we don't have to lose, uh, you know, waste into the environment. We're destroying the environment if we have to build things and, and tear them down uh, and throw them away. And I'm sure that if anybody's worked in the movie industry, they'll be highly aware of the waste. Uh, or the mining, mining, oil, gas, uh, all of these industries are wasting a large amount of uh, product every time they tear a building apart uh, to relocate. So this is a great system for that. No, it's great. Also, um, you know, any, any industry that has mobile people, uh, this would be great. Um, so, you know, one of the things that I um, didn't ask you at the beginning, but I would love to uh, find out now is, how did you get involved with this, your background? Um, because obviously, like you said, it took 10 years for this to manifest. Um, what's your background? How did you get involved with all this? Yeah, so I have a couple of different uh, areas that I've worked in. One is, is construction and real estate development. And another one is the engineering and architectural side. Uh, I've been working there in, uh, you know, for my whole life. So essentially uh, in the last... 15 years or so I uh, got involved in the insurance contracting uh, area so we were dealing with a lot of um, damaged buildings uh, from various disasters and that kind of uh, got us going in a direction where we realized you know sometimes there's maybe thousands of homes that need to be rebuilt after a single uh, day or a, you know a disaster um, and it was a question of, you know, how, how could we, could we possibly build as fast as, as demand could, could, uh, require us, us to build. <laughs> so what, what we came up to was, uh, a lot of engineers that, that I had known in the, uh, in the building industry and, and other industries 
uh, we, we came up with an idea like this uh, to solve a problem, which was supply. Uh, we have a big supply problem when it comes to disaster remediation. You might have, you know, 10,000 homes damaged in a single event. Uh, and how can you descend on that problem and deal with it, you know, efficiently is, is a big problem in that industry. So that was sort of how I got involved was when we realized, you know, we've got all of these big companies, TD Malosh and State Farm and uh, RBC and all these companies that are requiring large amounts of construction in short amount of time. Uh, and this is a solution. So this is kind of one of the the uh, the drivers behind everything is the economics of it is is to say, listen, uh, we can save a lot of money and a lot of material. And of course, I, I've always been interested in ways that we can sort of improve the environment. And this is one of them. We can avoid uh, destroying a lot of a lot of materials and, and wasting a lot of materials. So this is just great. I mean, my background in construction um, goes goes way back, but this is sort of a solution to all the problems we've pretty much most of the problems we've ever had. So this was was a big thing for me. I love that. I love it because it's both environmentally friendly and um, you know looking forward to. Um, how are we going to, um, you know, work with the materials that we ex have in existence? And then how do we recycle and reuse uh, materials? Um, and I also love the, the fact that the blockchain and NFTs are being used to be creative in a commercial way. So this is awesome. Why don't you go ahead and mention again um, how people can contact you? So that's autoconstruction.org. Uh, we also have some Telegram groups. We have ACBM official, and we also have uh, anything related to block members. So we also have a website called blockmembers.io. Um, so those those websites, and then also there's there's a long list of websites uh, on on the website of the of the various partners, and we might even be able to bring those partners on as guests uh, in the future. Yeah, for sure. I would love to um, chat with them to have multiple episodes to explain more about this technology. Everyone who's listening, really, this is the first of many episodes that we're going to have because I think this is a very important area to explore. Um, when do you think the first launch is going to be, um, you know, shared? How how far out are we to actually seeing one of these homes manifest? Well, the homes, it's funny because if, if you're in construction, you'd understand that as soon as we have uh, the engineers signing off on a build, uh, that's approval. And as soon as we have that, we, we can pop out of the ground, you know, really, really fast. Um, we're probably looking at another year or two because we want the tokenization aspect to take hold so that we have enough members in the industry so that if we need places to build homes, we can select countries where we have members. Um, so when you're building an industry, uh, you need to also have people involved around the world. And those might be companies, they might be concrete suppliers or stone, you know, suppliers or, you know, robotics builders, but they, they might also be, uh, you know, homeowners, potential homeowners, people that would like to step into the new system. So that's kind of where we're going. It, it will probably take us a couple of years to get ironed out to the point where we say, okay, 500 homes here or, or there. 
So that's kind of what, what we're what we're aiming for. If we can finish off the token sale uh, in say 12 months, I'd say we could be out of the ground in, in you know close to the end of 2021 or even in mid 2022. That would be great. That would be great. So everyone, um, definitely stay tuned for um, more episodes about this use of NFTs and construction. I will also share some of my links within the um, the embedded podcast talk show and YouTube so that way you can check out some of the NFTs that I've been um, playing with to support charities that I am uh, volunteering with. Again, it's the more traditional side of creating art within NFTs. But again, um, you know, this technology can be used in many, many different ways. Any last minute thoughts, Tom, uh, that you want to share with our listeners? Um, this has been really uh, inspiring and educational. I really appreciate your being on. Yeah, I mean, uh, when you talk about art with NFTs, we're looking at the, the potential here that we could also uh, create blueprints, various architectural plans, which are also quite artistic. Um, so you, you would have various decor items, perhaps, as NFTs and phys physical modules. Uh, so it's exciting because the potential of what you can do uh, with the NFTs combined with the artistic uh, options, you, you've got the, the chance to create a real artistic vision uh, with this new construction method. Uh, let's say, for instance, you might want to put glass panels on the outside of your build that could be lit up so you could have Christmas decorations or television shows or whatever it might be that could show up on your building. Uh, there's just a infinite layer of potentials as far as artistic uh, expression. Well, so that's, that's you, one of the um, more you, exciting parts. <laughs> you also um, uh, mentioned something that popped into my mind. If you have that ability within the NFT area, you also have the ability possibly to put solar panels on or other things. Absolutely. That, absolutely. Uh, we haven't even touched, we yeah. haven't even scratched the surface of what the system will do today, yeah. uh, what we're talking about today. But absolutely, the solar uh, leads on into another great big rabbit hole where the solar can power the uh, the blocks that essentially produce crypto or do data processing. We call those mining furnaces. Yeah, those can heat the the house through the walls and floors and and ceilings, so that we can essentially use the heat that comes off the uh, the processor. So we can have a node in every build, and we can uh, build a huge network that way. So that's just a whole other aspect of, of what we're talking about. Yeah, there's a whole whole um, lot of potential here that can be explored, uh, both from the um, the what I call the traditional build, as well as the um, the alternative uh, builds that are becoming more day to day and. Um, uh, and every day, I mean, again, uh, people are aware that, you know, you can buy Bitcoin on PayPal and Venmo. So um, cryptocurrency yeah. and everything is becoming, you know, much more of a commonplace um, occurrence. So, Tom, thank you so much for being on, everyone. Definitely like and subscribe um, and also uh, connect with both Tom and myself so that way we can keep you in the loop. I do have blogs and, and other media that um, I'd love to have all of you be on. So everyone have a great day. Definitely be kind uh, to yourself and others. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much. See you Recording later. stopped.